Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. It's Friday and welcome to my chat around. Now, you might notice something different. Uh, I'm not sitting in my normal office. I am, in fact, broadcasting from the car. Uh, This is how committed I am to our Insta Lives that I've had to go on an essential road trip. And I said to Jake, look, mate, don't worry. I'll tell you what, I'll make sure that I am parked up, ready to talk when it comes to 12.30. So I am here somewhere south of Birmingham, I mean, it's not the most salubrious surroundings, you know, it's okay. Hopefully everything will go well. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Jake, come on, mate. You're the one we're relying on. What are you doing out there? I'm the only so hot. supposed to be on the road. So hot. <laughs> do you know, this is becoming a regular thing. I race back for our sessions. I, I say to myself, do you know what? I can fit my Friday run in before we go live with Running Joe 10K, my friend. And it's... It's been a tough training week. I've got a recovery week next week, and I'm so ready for it, honestly. I'm so ready for it. Are you okay, anyway? Enough about me. I'm, I'm pretty good, actually. I think I'm going to have to feel a few minutes of talking, aren't I? Because uh, you, at the moment, don't look in at any fit state to chat about anything. Honestly. <laughs> that was unreal. I'll tell you what it was. I watched the... Um, I watched, did you see... Oh, you won't have seen the Olympic no, trials. No, don't mention it. I could, I'm so gutted that I've missed it. And I have, on the way, sort of, you know, messages popped up and, and just been checking out instagram before i came on here thinking this sounds like it was an amazing race i really wish i had seen it but so so inspiring i was doing some coaching this morning checking in on my runners while i had the the beeb website up and i was watching it it's just unbelievable you know when you watch what these guys do as you know very well it's just incredible really inspiring so yeah that's what made me get out we're back we're back that's what made me get out from that's my it. room it is I always find this, you know, in in the years when I haven't done the London Marathon, always sat down, watched it from start to finish, and then you go out and just something extra powers you around, doesn't it? Because you are enthused. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so today, what are we actually talking about? We're talking about your favourite session. And I kind of um, thought for everybody listening to say, when we say favourite session... We kind of we, we sort of mean some different things, don't we? So we don't necessarily mean the one we like best. We think perhaps sometimes we mean the one that actually we feel does us the best or gets us the at fittest or works something particular or there's something about it that we really like, even if that might not be the actual running of it itself. So let's kick off. We're talking about your favourite session this week. In a nutshell, what is it? Okay, um, I'm going to tell you just very quickly that the reason I chose this session, obviously, there's lots that I can, many sessions I can choose from. And as you say, you get different things, different reasons why we would call it one of our favorite sessions. But I think for people watching, obviously, we don't just want to chat about a random session. This is a session that I've created. It's kind of I personalized for me, which I'll explain. And you can, watching this now, could personalize it to you as well. I'm, I'm going to give you some thoughts around this. But it's to make things a little bit more creative as well, because I think that's really, really important. So I was thinking, well, what, what will people get the benefit out of here? What will people find interesting? And what can people apply potentially now in their training, particularly if you're working towards a race 
in the back end of the year. So the main focus of the session I'm sharing with you today, one of my favorite sessions is marathon pace. So okay. I have, so I'll tell you the session first of all, Joe, then we'll have a little chat around that. So the session is, and I did this at the weekend, is 30 minutes easy. So it's a long run effectively. You start off with 30 minutes easy, and then you break into six times six minutes at marathon pace with yeah. three minutes easy. So not okay. three minute recovery, three minutes easy, which I'll explain. And then you tag on 30 minutes at the end of that. So it's one hour, 56 minutes in total. So pretty so long So that run. was my next question. <laughs> I'm writing this down thinking, oh my God, he's not expecting me to add this up, is he? Don't How worry. long is that? Yeah, so one hour, 56 is the run. Now, obviously, you, you know the score, Joe. You can tweak different variables and adjust it to your own level of ability. But remember, training is all about progression, isn't it? As well as all the other things, it gets you mm. feeling good. It's, you know, you want creative sessions and all that stuff. You, if you want to get fitter, which ultimately I think we all do, you need to build in some progression. You need to do it carefully. So this session is a really nice way of building in that progression. So, so to recap, the session is 30 minutes easy. And you build up to a good, easy pace by the end of that. So you can transition nicely into your, your marathon pace. You're only doing six minutes. Of course, you can adjust that. But it's only six minutes. It's not long. And marathon pace isn't hugely stressful as long as you get it accurate. It can be hard sometimes. You know, you can overcook it. But as a true intensity, it's not that stressful, especially when you're doing six minutes. And then I do three minutes easy. So it's not a walk recovery. You're not doing super intense <laughs> interval session. You're not walking. If you feel you have to walk, you're probably not running marathon pace. You're probably running too quick. So you drop into three minutes easy. You do six times. So 36 minutes effectively at marathon pace. And then you, you, you chuck on the 30 minutes easy at the end. The reason I like this Sorry, were you going to did you want to ask? No, no, you, you come on. Tell me when you like it. Yeah. And then I'll yeah, ask the you what I think. <laughs> sure, yeah. The reason I like this is it adds a little bit of creativity to the long run because we don't love every single minute of every moment of the long run. Sometimes we just want these sessions over with and we want to get some benefit from it as well. So yeah, I'm never thinking, like when I did it on Sunday, I wasn't thinking about any further than kind of 30 minutes because I'm like, oh, just get 30 minutes done. That's like the warm-up in my mind. And then I'm going to break into those six times six minutes. And you know what it's like when you're doing any kind of interval or kind of repetition type work. You should ideally be kind of in the moment and you're just thinking about just six minutes at this marathon pace. You're trying to control your efforts. So you're a little bit distracted, which is good. And then you've got that three minute easy and you'll find that the time absolutely rockets by. So I really love that. I said that this is a kind of personalized for me, Joe. And the reason I'm focusing quite a lot on marathon pace, or I want to, is I have a funny relationship with it. And I think there's some people, a lot of people that could perhaps relate to this. It's, a, it's an intensity for me that it kind of scares me a little bit, thinking, gosh, I've got to sustain, you know, my target marathon pace, sustaining that for 26 miles. And it's something that perhaps historically I've kind of shied away from a little bit. And I think a lot of people can do this. So by just gently encouraging yourself with some marathon pace stuff fairly early in your training block, Fairly, in your, fairly early in your training plan. It's not super stressful, but it just helps you to get your head around marathon pace, helps you to fear it less. But you've just got to make sure that it's accurate because if you overcook it, then obviously that completely throws everything out the window. So one of the things that, that interests me straight away, so you said this is a session maybe we can do now. Wow, I'm thinking one hour, 56 minutes of running. That's a hefty old chunk of running that we're doing. So, so, so I, I think it, when you say now to me, I think it depends on where you, where are you starting from 
in your base towards your marathon and i think people start from different obviously people start from different places don't they and i i've got some runners doing the marathon you know the autumn marathons be it manchester or london i could give this to them now and they could do it because they could handle 156 of running but i've got some other runners who if i gave them this they'd be probably whatsapping me saying are you sure I'm broken. I'm broken. <laughs> yeah. I'm broken and I've only read it on Absolutely. training peaks. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, this is, look, this is coming from 12, about 12 years of running and the mistakes I've made. I look back over the training. I look back at, you know, reflecting. We spoke about this recently on a chat around reflecting over my training history. What can I do differently? What worked that I want to use now? Kind of replicate that and what do I need to tweak? And that's really important, which is why it's very kind of personalized to me, which training should be. So across the variables, you can massively adjust and tweak and play with. You don't have to do six lots of them. But my, so I'm, I'm not doing any more personally than, than two hours of the long run at the moment. Now, it's slightly different, Joe, if I have a bit of a day out, as I call it, where I suddenly get out onto the off-road that's on our doorstep and it's stop-start. You're taking photos, you're climbing over stars. You know, it's super slow. I don't care if it's longer than two hours because it's slightly different. But if it's like a quickish run, as in you're just running on the road, on the tarmac, it's just head down, do a long run, then I'm not going above that. And probably that's the most I'll ever do is kind of two hours, certainly in the near future. But again, I know my own tolerance levels. And I mentioned yeah. before on one of these lives, I'm looking at volume at the moment. So I've just come back from a 75 minute run. I did a 75 minute run early in the week. I did two last week. It and this long run I've mentioned, hence next week I'm stripping it right back. You know, I'm going, it's going to be two hours less running next week. So you, you've got to know yourself. Don't just think, yes, oh, go do this. Yeah. You've, you've got to definitely play around with it a little bit. So I sure. set a lot of these kind of mixed pace long runs, but my general rule of thumb is that if you're going to work, if you're going to transition from a steady, consistent pace long run to something that's mixed pace like this, but with volume, you must, as a general rule, be able to run for that long at a steady, continuous pace before you up it. Because I think sometimes people, you know, we love these big marathon sessions, don't we? They're like, oh, yeah, they really get us crazy marathon runners going. But if you can't already do two hours on your feet, time on feet, you're going to have to look at this session and say, well, I need to cut that back a bit. So maybe, I, I don't know what you think, maybe they kind of cut the, t the 30 to 20s, the six sixes down to four, six, you know, whatever fits, because I think you've got to, you've got to be confident in the total time on feet before you do it, start doing the total time on feet plus greater intensity. Yeah. Exactly. Is that kind I mean, of where you'd pitch it for, for those other runners that aren't confident with that amount of time? Exactly that, Joe. I mean, it's, it's that, it's so funny, isn't it? We always say this. So you just want to know, look, tell me what to do. I'll go and do it. Will I achieve that goal? <laughs> well, you might do, you know, I mean, let's be honest. It doesn't work like this. You've got to kind of find your way and navigate your way through. And we've said before, that's the role that coaches play as well, kind of help steering that ship. But you've got to kind of self-discover yourself, you know, what my tolerance levels, what am I capable of? And you've got to look at your endurance base. I mean, naturally, if you're going to do a long run, by definition, it's long, it involves endurance. If you are not able to build up and you've never done a 90-minute a run or a two-hour run or whatever it might be, then do you want to start adding faster stuff in there? Well, of course you don't. So you've got to kind of know where you are. And, and I'm sure some of you watching this now, whether it's live or on the rebroadcast, will be at the level where you can start to add a few little bits in. You might mm -hmm. be at 80 minutes or 90 minutes for a long run. I mean, I would say if you start adding some marathon pace bits in there and, you know, just little bite-sized chunks, Remember, this can just be for creativity as well, just to kind of break up the monotony a bit. It doesn't have to be super intense. But I would say if you're kind of doing about 90 minutes for a long run, then it's worth starting to consider that. 
you know, if, you, if you're at 70, 75 minutes and you probably want to still be kind of building up your yeah. endurance base, your long run, you know, um, to be able to do it. But I, if I just give you an idea of the progression, Joe, so this is kind of my thinking. And remember, this is for me, guys. So this is, again, built for me or kind of the, the components, if you like, the way they're made up. That's it, folks. So this is Jake's favourite session. It's my yours. session. You're not allowed to, <laughs> not to steal it. But, so my intention, Joe, is to, obviously, I'm listening to the body very carefully and I'll adjust accordingly. But my, my intention is to build up those six-minute blocks. So I'm doing six times six. My intention is to build up those six-minute six minute blocks to 10 minutes. So that's 60 minutes at marathon effort, right? We'll call it marathon effort, marathon pace. And then eventually I'll start to reduce that rest time, that recovery, those easy uh, elements of three minutes. So I'll reduce those down. So eventually in the long term, I'm running, you know, a 60 minute block at marathon pace. And then what I'll do is start to, you know, we're talking about progression here is rather than that being the middle of that long run to make it more intense and add a little bit of progression, I'll start to shift it closer towards the end of the run. So you're just very slowly layering on that intensity, getting yourself adjusted to marathon pace without it being too brutal. And you do have to be massively careful. And I'll tell you why I really believe this talking from experience is injury, you know, and I know that I'm sort of trying to get back to 2011 fitness levels, which, you know, 10 years ago, will I do it? I don't know. But I have to make sure I don't get too, and all of us have to make sure we don't get too fit too soon we don't peak too soon and do too much training you know way before your target race so timing is really crucial so you've got to know not only how to adjust these sessions for your own level but also when to put them into your training i think that's really important so there's a couple of other things i want to pick up as well one is this whole thing around marathon pace you know what is your marathon pace? People ask me all the time, what, what is my marathon pace? And I think there's a couple of interesting things there. And it, it just depends where, again, where you're starting from as to your marathon pace. Because I've coached a range of marathon runners from people that run five and a half hours to people that run sub three hours. So, and there's a very different they are coming from different starting points, quite frankly. And this kind of session challenges them in different ways. Because what I have found as a coach is if you are a runner that's less, you know, if you are one of those runners that's not as fast, sometimes actually the challenge has been that your marathon pace is slower than your steady pace. And it's, it's a trap that, you know, as a coach over the years, I've, I've learned from that experience um, to, to say that it takes an incredible amount of fitness <clears throat> to actually have a marathon pace that is over and above what you can do for a short, steady run or even a half marathon pace. And I think that's where people get caught unstuck sometimes because they think this is my half marathon time. Therefore, my marathon pace will be this um, without appreciating that there's a lot of training and building blocks that go to there. And so, so they could quite happily run 10 miles at what, you know, at faster than their marathon pace. But could they run this kind of session or could they run the whole marathon at that pace? No, they actually have to slow down. So I think that's one thing. It's trying to determine what is your marathon pace and an accurate assessment of what that might be. Um, and, this, you know, it's, that's almost a whole chat in itself, isn't it, as to how you determine that. The other thing, yeah. thing which I do really like about this is discipline. And I talk all of the time to my runners around pace discipline and how important pacing yourself is to the marathon. And I find actually if you're in the other category of runner where your marathon pace is hopefully faster than your, your kind of steady run pace, this you can only run this session. You can only run that one hour 56 minutes in the way we want it run 
if you start off at a sensible steady pace because if you start off too fast the ability to jump is not there because you've already run too much too hard for that first 30 minutes if that's been close to your limits you're not going to be able to then jump it up for 36 minutes worth of marathon pace running are you so i think it teaches you really good discipline but it it's challenging i think to, i say depending on where you're coming from <clears throat> to actually then run this session itself i don't know if you've got any thoughts on on those sort of two things yeah i, I think it's experience isn't it joe as mm. well you know it, it's very easy we've said before people can arbitrarily pick a, a pluck a number out of the air when it comes to a target time for a race they've never done and especially if it's something like a marathon on the basis you're never going to run the marathon distance in training especially if it's your first time you know come on let's be honest it's really hard. It's really arbitrary. And, and, and then if you're going out to try and practice that pace, because that's your target, it's, it's difficult. And of course, the more experience develop you get as a runner, your, your fitness, as your fitness builds, your range of speeds broaden. Mm. You know, a lot of kind of new runners will joke and even sort of experienced runners to a degree will say, oh, you know, I've only got one speed. I've only got one speed. And we sort of joke, oh, no, you haven't. But actually, in reality, you probably have if you've yeah. just started out because everything's an effort. How can you change gear? because you've only got one gear, you know, or it's start and it's stop, and that's kind of it. And that's understandable. And as you develop your fitness, then you can start to play with those, those different, those changes of pace that we're talking about here, Joe, in terms of, I'll throw you a few things on pace and how I did it on, on Sunday for me. So in terms of you, so how do you determine marathon pace? Well, there's different ways, isn't there? If you're really experienced, then you will have a good idea of what your marathon pace might be. And you can do one or two things. You can target, you can run these sessions at your target marathon pace, or you can run them at what you feel your pace is today. And what I'm doing at the moment, because I'm so far out, and I was coming back from injury as well. I've only been back kind of eight weeks. You know, I had a good period before the injury, but I had a few weeks out. But I'm basing it on where I feel I am today. So I'm sort of, you know, I wasn't running on my target pace for the Manchester Marathon if all goes well in October. So I think being conservative is also really important when it comes to to pacing and just another thing on that what i what i did on sunday and uh sometimes i listen to music and i run sometimes i don't but if you're somebody that doesn't listen to music you don't like it for example you can still wear the the headphones and if you've got like a garmin watch which i use or polar i'm sure does a very similar thing if you set the session up the watch uh, well this is what happened for me on on sunday i said it, so it just told me where i was if i was in zone or out of zone and I was realistic with my target, so it wasn't like talking to me every two seconds because that would do my head in. But it just meant I could focus on my form, focus on my running and, and ignore the watch. And just while it's in my head, Joe, to share with you another thing on kind of safety, really, is if you're doing a session like this, and I believe it's useful if you're doing any kind of session that's sort of interval, sort of rep based, I try to run it on the same stretch, on the same kind of course. So I, I create my little loop. So when I did the run on Sunday, I did 30 minutes uh, wherever I wanted. And I, I did some of it on grass to kind of reduce the impact. And then when I was doing the six minutes, I was just running the same course and I had the same recovery. So I could get used to that kind of circuit. Time went quick, but you just have to be mindful when you're doing things like this about road crossings and other people. And I know it sounds really <laughs> obvious, but you know when you're in the zone, and especially if you do listen to music, bone conducting headphones or not, you know, and you, there's a junction. You're trying to read the traffic super quick because, you know, you're on pace and you're doing this marathon pace session or whatever. <laughs> I think it's really important. You just you, you survey the area. And, and I in that first 30 minute block, 
as I was running around, because it was a new area for me, a new route, I was sort of just checking it out, you know, are there any potholes? What's the terrain like? Where are the roads? So that when I got into the marathon place, I felt safe and I could crack on with it. So this is a whole nother chat, because do you know what I would say? If there's, a, if there's a busy road, just stop your watch, start at the other side of the road, take the pressure off yourself to make a dangerous road crossing. Do you know what? It's not going to impact your training that much. I know you're not a watch stopper, but I absolutely am. And I stand by it. I don't think it really matters. <laughs> I think just, you know, because I know how frustrating it is when you kind of come up particularly when you are trying to run a set pace for a set distance and whatever you know you, you can find yourself getting really tense as well and I think you almost interrupt your run more by that whole uh, um, frustration with it than just thinking right do you know what it's going to be probably a minute I'll just stop it pick it up the other side of the road it's not a problem <laughs> yeah like so, I, say, so, I know we have very different views on that um well yeah safety is paramount but ju just to say Joe you know I think I, I I'm I'm like the um the, the the topic collector aren't i we come up with a topic in our chats i'm like oh we should talk about that so i'll make it up i'm going to add this to the list we should have a chat around gps watches and things like pausing and stuff like that because yes we have got lots of thoughts on that but i think <laughs> i'm going to add that to the list i'm going to write that down because that will be a good one yeah i mean i think again i think these are great sessions i think they really mentally break up a long run because a lot of runners and i i put myself in that category even with all the long ones i've done you think oh god two hours of running i just can't be you know so long um i find this actually is a really nice way you just you know and i think it trains you as well to run in the moment which i think is really important in the marathon again i've said to runners you know if you set off at the start of a marathon thinking i've got 25 24 22 miles to run can be really overwhelming so actually this is a way of training your mind as well to think where am i now what am i focusing on now just this bit and i will worry about the next bit when i get to the next bit and this kind of session really makes you do that because it's 30 minutes all i've got to do is 30 minutes and then i'm in this next frame of mind now all i'm doing is six minutes or these blocks of six minutes and then put that behind me here i am doing my 30 minutes again and i think it's a really really good mental skill to be able to focus on what you're doing this here and now this kind of very short-term element of it and you know you will often find that that the whole thing's gone so much more quickly than it would do than if you set off thinking right two hours of running 18 miles of running or, or whatever it might be so I really like these for for that reason as well and I think the other thing you, you know you're saying about being a long way out from the marathon and therefore you're not necessarily running at your marathon pace. I think any session and we you know we've talked before about why were they our favorite sessions because they were a marker and Simon um, on the comments just earlier said he does these mile reps because they're a marker for him and this kind of session I think is really good as a tester. You do it now and you do it in three months time you'll have a much better idea of how much have you actually progressed in that endurance? How much have you progressed in that marathon pace running? Because you'll be able to actually compare today's session or, or Sunday session, whenever it was, with the one in three months, won't you? And get a really good view of, do you know what? My, my training has progressed this much or maybe I'm not, you know, where I want to be, but at least I, ha I know that and I have something objective to, to compare and I love that. I love the benchmarking of, of your fitness and your training. And there's so many different ways that you can benchmark your fitness. That's probably another time, another time, <laughs> another time. But there's so many different ways. And you're dead right. You know, I, I can experiment with this because I track heart rate. I'm a big believer in heart rate training. You know, I love it. And, and I, I monitor heart. I didn't run on heart rate at the weekend, but I monitored it. So therefore, I can start to see what's happening with that in time. And is that, are there some adjustments there? Maybe I can switch to rather than running marathon pace, I can actually run them 
on at the, the same heart rate that I did this time. And, you know, what's happening to the pace there? And you, it's quite yeah. creative. And I actually quite like that. And I, just to reinforce the point that I made at the start of this video, for me, and I'm very open, you know this, I share this, uh, everything. And, and for me, it's so important that I change my relationship with that marathon pace, because I don't know if other people can relate to this, but if I'm running, and if, if I'm going under seven minutes per mile, particularly for something that's of, of, of a reasonable distance, do you know what I mean? I almost start to panic, not full on panic, but I'm aware of the fact, oh, it's in my head. Oh, I'm going, oh, I'm under seven minutes per mile. This is quick. And that isn't necessarily so helpful for me because obviously when you're trying to sustain that as I am at some point, hopefully in across the course of the 20, 26 miles, you need a relatively healthy slash positive relationship with, I believe, that pace and that distance and mm. that confidence comes from that. So doing this as I am at the moment, one of my favorite sessions, I think it's a really nice way just to, to, to create a healthier relationship with that pace. So you're not sort of feared, you know, it's not as fearful. I think yeah. that's kind of key really for me. Certainly. And I think, you know, as we said, started off by saying what makes up, why is it a favorite session? I think it's, the favourite sessions I have are the ones that deliver on a whole number of levels. And I think this one does. So we have got to wrap up. Do you want to very quickly in one sentence, tell me what the session is again. So everybody's got a quick summary of it. Bloody hell, one sentence. You have <laughs> I'm just, I made a load of notes. I was I like, I'm not down. missing like anything. No, no, I know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> so this is a session you can adjust. Of course, this is one of my favourite sessions. It's one hour 56 as I did it in total. And of course you can cut it down to suit you and your goals and your fitness levels, but it's 30 minutes at an easy pace. You gradually build up that easy pace, the kind of top end of easy pace by the end of the 30 minutes. And then you make a nice transition into six times six minutes at marathon pace, ideally your marathon pace as it stands today, not what you hope to achieve in four <laughs> years time. I said one sentence. Sorry, and then three minutes easy, recovery followed by 30 minutes easy. Got that? 30 Brilliant. minutes, six times six or three minutes, then 30 minutes. We're never going to do one sentence, are we? Come on, you, no. neither you nor me. <laughs> and we said, goodness me, talking about one session, we might all be over in five minutes. I thought, no chance whatsoever. We can go shower, on for hours. Get lunch. But hey, I've managed it. I'm still in my service station. Nobody seems to have accosted me or, or tried to move me along or given me a parking ticket, which is really good. Thank you ever so much for sharing your session, Jake. Guys, if you want to catch up, obviously later you can catch up on my page. You can also catch us up on a podcast, Running With Jake, the podcast, at Running With Jake. If you're not already following him on Instagram, make sure you do. And it's been a good one. I As knew always. we could pull it off. Who knows what we're talking about next week. I'm sure it's going to be something really interesting. We will let you know as the week goes on. So follow me, follow Jake, find out. Have a really good week, folks. Really enjoy it. Take Thanks, care, guys. guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.